Welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name is Eric Francis Coppolino, the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope, which returns next week, and the host of PlanetWaves.fm, which also returns next week. Welcome to the newest edition of the Planet Waves Short Astrology Podcast. And thanks for joining me. Okay, so the sun entered Capricorn today at 10.59 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's just to say about a minute before 11 a.m. And that means that the days in the Northern Hemisphere are now getting longer. The days in the Southern Hemisphere are getting shorter. This is a bigger deal than most people think because we are so sensitive to the natural world and to the movement of the seasons and to the light. And our modern industrial technological society doesn't really change that. It, it can have a way of obscuring it and, uh, and can have a way of making us into miserable people if we don't honor something about our deep inner true nature. While this uh, is going on, that is to say, while the sun has entered Capricorn, it has joined a whole group of other points in Capricorn. And these include Pholus, a centaur planet, Ixion, a uh, a Plutino, kind of a Pluto-like point, uh, Quayar, which is uh, close to Pluto, but a little bit further out, Mercury, Juno, Pluto, and newly retrograde Venus. I've been talking about Venus retrograde in Capricorn for weeks. It has now happened. Venus station retrograde on Sunday, the 19th. It did so in the midst of making a series of three conjunctions to Pluto. The first conjunction was on Saturday the 11th. The second will be on Christmas Day. And so we are in this uh, deep, dark Plutonian uh, time right now. And that is, uh, let's say, taking the deeper inner nature of Venus and bringing it through a a kind of um, soul purging process, kind of a clarification or regeneration, a, a, um, a distillation process, but Pluto drives Venus with passion. And this is in the, in the style of Capricorn. And so there is something here about the, let's say, underlying nature of the psyche. Venus is retrograde. And so we're really talking about a kind of a solitary journey into the underworld. Lately, I've been very happy to hear uh, holistic psychiatrist Kelly Brogan talking about her sexual healing process. She's becoming increasingly open about this. Finally, a woman who is a a person of public stature, as she is, she's the partner of Sayer G. She's one of the quote-unquote disinformation dozen and is uh, taking the risk of uh, describing her to some extent anyway, not, not quite like I do, but her sexual healing process and moreover the importance of her sexual healing process and the, the need to do this. And I think this is a very good example um, for women. We do need to have women taking the lead on all matters of sexual healing. And this is what Pluto conjunct Venus in a series of three conjunctions is about. The third conjunction takes place on the 3rd of March, and this brings Mars into the picture. So once Venus retrograde is over, Venus stations direct and starts to move back toward Pluto, crossing back over the degrees where it was retrograde 
on March 3rd, it makes a conjunction to Pluto, and Mars is there as well. So it's a Venus-Mars-Pluto conjunction. To me, this looks like the kind of thing that is a um, internal alchemical marriage of the male and the female. A lot of times right now, we tend to run around the world with the kind of uh, energy of the Shell Shell, Shell Silverstein book, I'm looking for my missing piece. And that missing piece is usually Mars, where Venus is concerned, or Venus, where Mars is concerned. Usually the missing piece involves one's opposite gender identity. Mm -hmm. And so there there is first this um, kind of um, um, opening up and deep inner uh, searching in the dark, in the dark shadowy realms of Pluto, the underworld. Um, involving Venus, and the, the, the Venus motion was direct first, then there was retrograde, and so now Venus is pulling all that energy inside, and you can think of all of that territory ahead of Pluto as a kind of, uh, of underworld that Pluto has been presiding over uh, for many years, going back to 2008. And Venus is currently a bit ahead of Pluto, it's retrograding into a conjunction that will be exact on, I, I believe, on Saturday. And, um, and and so Venus is temporarily in new territory. Venus is getting a little taste of the new territory of what it's like to be beyond Pluto, but it's now going to go back across Pluto and, and explore uh, old territory and revisit what um, what and where it has been. And I believe there's something of a retrieval process going on here. In any event, this is a time to explore and seek the emotional experience of, of sexual feelings, of curiosities, and to bring to the surface your personal need for sexual healing. Articulate this to yourself in your notebooks or in some other form. You might prefer to do it in some kind of a graphic form, but I think that words are important because they constitute a direct admission of, excuse me, a direct admission to yourself of what is necessary for yourself, and then when you're ready, you find someone with whom you can share these feelings. This has to be someone you trust and someone you know is not going to judge you. Okay, so in other news, we have Mercury creeping up on Juno. This will be exact probably in the next uh, uh, 18, 19 hours or so. Mercury's moving at peak speed. Mercury conjunct Juno. Well, that could be a couple of things. One of them is um, advocacy. Uh, advocacy and a kind of activism on behalf of the young or the young speaking out. Also, given that Venus is in this condition of, um, in, in kind of her solitary emotional and sexual state, Mercury conjunct Juno is uh, an invitation to analyze what your concepts and expectations of partnership are. What, what do you really believe and, and why do you believe it? And does this work for partners? Does it work for uh, you? Does it work for anyone? And where did you get the ideas that you have. So this is a uh, this is a, a good bunch of questions to ask because I think that a lot of our presumptions and assumptions about relationships go unrecognized. They are not talked about. This includes our concept of relationship partners as some form of property. 
that's not going to work for very long. And though people seem to like to do this, uh, it, it always seems, or often anyway, seems to uh, to end badly to essentially uh, consider another person some form of uh, personal property uh, whom you may think you control or whom you may think controls you. So we're going to really think this through, and this is an, an opportunity to uh, to do that. The moon right now is late in the sign Cancer. It's about to make two aspects. It's going to form a quincunx or 150-degree angle to Jupiter, which is in its very last days, approximately one week left of Jupiter in Aquarius, this lovely experience. But the sun, the moon is moving into a 150-degree quincunx angle. And this is a, let's say, to me, that quincunx is uh, it's halfway between uh, a, a a trine and an opposition, and so it uh, it may lack the ease of the trine or the direct confrontation of the opposition, but it is a space where a dialogue can happen. And the question is, I think, with the moon in Cancer and Jupiter in Aquarius, how do you feel versus how everyone else feels? And what happens when you say how you really feel? Do you get trampled on? Uh, do, you, do you find yourself getting defensive? Are you put into positions where you have to get defensive? What's going on with that? So uh, wh- whether uh, or, or not you may push back against anyone or anything, the, the question is, how do you feel when you attempt to acknowledge and feel your own feelings? And it would seem that we live in times where there is quite a lot of pressure, and where there there uh, there appears to be this increasing uh, strange prohibition against having any feelings or sensations or opinions of your own, and uh, repeatedly being told that your your choices and your actions um, will be a threat to others. Therefore do what we say. And I know that many people that I'm speaking to have picked up on this issue, but it really takes some courage and some persistence and some spine to be willing to stand up to this. And we're going to need to do a lot more of this as the Aquarian era continues with Saturn in Aquarius Um, and then uh, Pluto entering Aquarius in 2023. That is quite soon on on the scale of Pluto. Pluto's been in Capricorn since 2008, and I will tell you that as Pluto reaches the the United States Pluto return and makes its way toward Aquarius, that the pressure to conform is going to go up. And that means that your... uh, it is it is necessary for you to assert yourself to find the courage and the space uh, to do that. Okay, so uh, in these very days, I am working on Tune In 2022, the annual readings. I'm almost at the halfway point. I'm looking at coming in on time with this set of readings promised for the 31st. I'm planning to have them done Before that, the Planet Wave staff is working on preparing the website, and if you check your email, you may note that there's a 20% off discount coupon for all of my readings, and um, that's exclusive of uh, chart key personal readings, but all other prepared readings are now 20% off. So either check your email, that letter will come out in a little while, maybe about an hour and a half or two hours uh, from now, 
It's, it's always now on the internet. Looking at about eight or nine o'clock uh, on Tuesday, or write to us at cs at planetwaves.net and request your discount coupon. There are three different versions of the annual edition this year, two in writing and one in audio, and uh, we are offering 20% off on all of them to our regular customers, subscribers, and listeners. Planet Waves is a commercial-free, meaning it is not sponsored by outside advertising. I am its sole shareholder, and we have managed to uh, persist for 23 years as of today. Yes, that's right. Tonight, about this time, is the 23rd anniversary. Please join us as a subscriber. If you can't afford to subscribe, you can even give a buck a month to ChironReturn.org, and we'll send you anything you want. All right. Thank you for listening. Happy solstice. Stay in touch, and uh, I'll be back with you a little bit later in the week. Bye for now.